Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack podcast. This is episode 49 and I am your host, Kevin McTaggart. Um, Let's see, Uh, I'm going to change format a little bit tonight. We're going to do some different shit tonight. I'm going to shift things around. I'm trying things different, you know. Uh, I'm going to talk about stuff in the beginning that I usually talk about at the end. Um, uh, Feel free to uh, look up the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. Um... And, and like the Facebook page. Um, I have, I think, 168 likes on there now. Um, it was weird. I was... Um, I, I at, always pressed the button to, like, add more people to, like, the page. And then, like, there was, like, a whole ton more people for me to choose from than there was. I mean, so, like, I don't know what happened. Maybe the, the expiration date of when I sent them the friend request the first time expired. I don't know. Or maybe they were just hidden for some reason. I'm not really sure what the reasoning behind it was, but like I was able to um, suggest the page to a lot more people and I got like 20 likes out of it. So that's how that works. Um, let's see. So the Facebook page um, my YouTube channel, which has a lot of podcasts on there right now. I have about four stand-up comedy performances that I need to just add to the YouTube page. I need to edit them a little bit. Um, and then I'm just going to download them all. I might not give that much of a description because there's like four of them and see if that gets anything. I don't know. I'm constantly in the search of more likes. Or subscribe to my YouTube page. I don't know how you find it. Just look me up on YouTube pages. YouTube channels. They're called YouTube channels, not YouTube pages, you dumbass. (sighs) Jesus Christ, Kevin, get your fucking shit together. They're called YouTube channels. YouTube channels. Um, and follow me on Twitter, at KevMcT. I have over 57,000 likes on Twitter, followers on Twitter. I'm all discombobulated. 57,000 followers on Twitter. Most of them, I think, are real. I think. I'm not 100% sure on that either. Is anything real? And uh, sponsors, time for sponsors. I don't have any. No sponsors. If uh, you're listening to my podcast and you want me to sponsor your whatever, I will listen. I'm 41 years old. I live with my parents. I love my parents. Don't get me wrong. But I hate the whole stigma of living with your parents over the age of 40, at at over the age of 40, all right? It used to be at 28, but now it's 40. It's been that fucking long, all right? So I will do anything for money. That's basically what I'm trying to say here, okay? 
So if you have something that you want me to sponsor, if you want me to dedicate a podcast episode to you, you know, if you want me to mention something that you want me to try to put out there for you, you let me know. And I will talk about it on my podcast. I will sponsor you on my podcast for a reasonable fee, of course, that we can negotiate. All right? Because I want some sponsors. A lot of sponsors. So I can just do the podcast and do my stand-up comedy and not have to worry about a a 40-hour-a-week job. You know? Seriously. I will sponsor your shit. Yeah. Literally. If you pay me enough, I will sponsor a dump that you have taken. That's how much. I want money. I'll do anything for money. Anything. Try me. Try me. Try me. This is the challenge out there. I will do anything for money. Nobody's ever put me up to that challenge. Nobody's ever asked me about, hey, would you do this for money? Ask me if, ask me if I do it. I won't, well, yeah, no, I will do anything for money. Fuck it. Well, probably within reason. Who are we kidding? I don't want to get arrested. Because that would cause me to lose money. So, but I mean, I will do anything that will make me profitable. And not cost anyone their life or committing a crime. I don't want to commit a crime to get this money because then I would still have to deal with other charges, you know, because what if I get arrested, you know? If you can guarantee I won't get arrested, then I will do anything for money. I think this could be a new bit that I could do on stage talking about how I'll do anything for money and just ramble about that for for the whole time. I should do that. Holy shit. Yeah. People might not laugh at it, but I don't give a shit. I feel like I curse too much. You know? I feel like I curse too much. Maybe I do. I'm not sure. Like, I think maybe the cursing causes people to just, like, blank out and not want to listen to the rest of what I have to say. So maybe I shouldn't curse as much as I do in these podcasts. Because I've had people complain about the cursing that I do. And maybe I curse too much. And maybe I should just try to not curse too much. But still act angry. Because I can still be angry without having to curse. (sighs) So, yeah. Um, right. So we've done the sponsor thing. Okay. Um, that took a good seven minutes and everything else. And I went on a rant about stuff. Hmm. I want, I had a plan. I always come up with like a list of things to talk about for my podcast, but kind of had an idea I want to talk about something else first, and then I may talk about other topics um, for the remainder of the episode. We'll see. I want to, uh, This one's probably going to go between the 30... I'm planning for this one to go between the 30 and 40 minute range, but I just really want to... 
I kind of want to like peel back my emotions and just let everything flow through. I don't know. I just... The past week or so at work, it's been so frustrating. We've we've had a lot more work to do, and 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 we can't like. I'm trying to talk, and do it, as, not to reveal, or give, too much information. But, because I don't want people to like. I don't want to get in trouble for um, revealing too much stuff. But then I think I only have about 20 people who listen to these 15 to 20 people who listen to each episode anyway. So, who the fuck cares what I say on this, right? Right. So, my job. um, We do prior authorizations for basically every visit at the hospital that I work at. And... Um, I mean, there's some stuff that we don't look at because we know or we thought that we knew what the insurance companies would not require a prior authorization for. So our supervisors established these rules that um, took a lot of visits off of our work queue, which was great. Until recently when we realized that um, a lot of these hidden visits were getting denied because they actually did require prior authorizations. So one day last week our work queue just doubled and they didn't even like tell us right away. And it was very frustrating. And when they did tell us, they're like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm, there's double the work. And now you can't just rely on the Internet where you can't rely on the fee schedules and the guidelines that you see on the Internet. You have to call all of the insurance companies. Even when you call the insurance company and the reps at the insurance company are using the fee schedules and guidelines that you see on the internet. It's just so fucking frustrating. The double the workload was fine because I feel like we could have gotten through that if we had done it our normal way, but like the whole you have to call every single one just fucking broke me, man. I've been in a bad mood every day at work now, ever since. Like, I think I was in a good mood possibly Friday, but I don't think, I don't know, maybe I wasn't. But like, it's just, 
I'm just so fed up with, like, I'll be in a great mood at work sometimes, and that'll last for a couple of weeks. And then when we get news like we got this week, it puts me in a bad mood. And it seems like whenever I'm put in a bad mood at work, it just feels worse than the previous bad mood that I had at work. And I don't make enough money to move out of my parents' house. And so I don't make enough money to to let work bother me this much. Because, like, I don't want to say that I, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't think I hate my job. I just really hate what's going on at my job and how decisions are made at my job or how we do things at my job and how, like, you know, I just feel a lot of pressure. I feel stressed. And my bosses tell me that they're they're being pressured too. And I mean, that doesn't really make me feel any less pressure. That doesn't make me feel better. I feel like they tell us that, that they're getting yelled at. Is that supposed to make us feel better? Or are you just supposed to tell us that, hey, we're getting yelled at, so we're yelling at you? And it's just... It's tiring. It wears on you. And it's just so, it's just so frustrating. And I just don't know what to do. Like part of me wants to quit. And part of me doesn't. Like you don't understand. Like I, I care about what I do. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it really stresses me out having to, you know, thinking that I know it's not really that way, but like patients are on the line. Patients' lives are possibly on the line. I wouldn't, not necessarily their lives, but like I don't want, I don't want to have to, I'm afraid of every visit that I work because I'm afraid that I'm going to have to call the patient. And they're going to yell at me. Or I'm afraid that I'm going to have to call the doctor's office. And they're going to yell at me. Or I'm afraid that I'm going to work this and it's going to get denied. And then my bosses are going to yell at me. And they're going to tell me why I got, why I didn't work this correctly. Or why didn't, I didn't call about this correctly. Or what I did wrong. I don't mind being told what I did wrong. But whenever I'm told that I did something wrong, I just... It makes me feel worse. And I get nervous. Because I've had some written warnings at work. Or one written warning at work. And... it Because of stuff that I messed up. Because I didn't follow up on things. And... It's just... 
now every time I get called in or I get emailed about something that gets that I got denied that I cost thousands of dollars it just it hurts and I know I do a good job but it's just very frustrating to me the pressure that I have that I that I feel at work maybe it's self-imposed I don't know I just hate feeling the pressure at work and I don't know what to do about it I mean I want to talk to my bosses about it of course and I think I will but I mean what is that going to change there's still going to be their, that pressure there that they they won't eliminate it. I mean, they can tell me not to worry about it, but I'm going to worry about it. Because that's what I do. I mean, I'm, I don't want to go in because, like, I feel like the only way that I couldn't worry about it is if I just stopped caring about my job. And and I don't want to stop caring about my job. If I'm doing, if I'm working, if I work, I care about what I do. I do. I don't want to have a shit job where I don't care about what I do. I'm all in. I'm a loyal employee. I've only left my other jobs. I left my other job down at the Florida Department of Corrections because I moved up here to Vermont. Because I couldn't live paycheck to paycheck anymore. And I kept asking them for money so I had to move I had to move back I had to move up here and I hate living up here I hate the winter I hate the snow but it's not really the snow and winter that I hate it's just the fact that the stigma of living with my parents and that I had to move back I hate that so I'm, so yeah that's one the one time I left my job the other time I left my job was because I got laid off I'd probably still be at TomTom if I didn't get laid off. Because I care about what I do. But like, I feel like this job just stresses me out. I'm tired of it stressing me out. And you can tell me not to let it stress me out. But I don't know how the fuck not to care. And I don't want to go to a job and not care. I can't just turn off not caring. But it's like, so there's the problems at work and there's the problems in my life outside of work. Like, that's fine. Like, I can deal with my problems outside of work. Like, things that bother me, like living with my parents, having a lot of debt, um... Other stuff, am I going to really just reveal all of my problems right now? Is that really what I should fucking do? The fact that I'm gay and most people don't know it. You know, those problems. Issues and stuff. And just like how I'm not, it's just so crazy. Like I have so many goddamn problems. And... So I can deal with like the the I can I can deal with the personal 
things that I'm dealing with. But when the work stuff piles up on me and piles up on those problems, that's when I tend to break. And I just don't know what to do. I really do wish I knew what to do. It's like people ask me, or, you know, I always, I've been asked this question before, like, what makes you happy? And I'm like, I pause at answering that question. Because I don't know. I don't know what makes me happy. I don't know, not having any debt would make me happy. Making people laugh makes me happy. Listening to Pearl Jam makes me happy. Golfing makes me happy. I just, I, I, But it's like, I, my life overall doesn't make me happy. I need to make changes and I need to figure out what I wanted. I, I spoke to a very good friend, Jennifer Clayton, earlier this, this evening. And I like, I need to like talk it out why I'm frustrated and figure out what to do with those frustrations. You know, figure out what path to take from there. I'm just so, I don't know if I'm upset or angry. It's more sad and I just don't know. Like my job makes me mad and my it makes me mad because of the decisions that are made at the job. But it's like the job, cont- and it's still, it's stressful. Like I said, it's, I worry that I'm going to get yelled at by either a patient, a doctor, or my supervisors or something. And my pressure, the pressure that I've had, that I've put on myself, maybe I put it on myself. Maybe I'm just... I mean, I don't know that a patient's going to yell at me, but I just have it in my head that I'm going to get yelled at for something. And I don't know. I'm not sure what to do. I Where do I want to go? I guess I would love to just... Be a comedian. That would be great. Like if I could just get rid of my student loan debt. $13,000. Pay that off somehow. And then just. Not have that much debt to worry about anymore. And then just. Move on with my life. Do what I want. Live how I want.
I want to be, yeah, I want to be like, I would love, like I, I think I sort of alluded to it. I would love to like just <laughs> have thousands and thousands of people listen to this podcast and then live off that. But I mean, th- th- that's not going to happen, let's be honest. But I like doing the podcast and I like doing, st- I love doing stand-up comedy. So there's another thing that makes me happy. Performing stand-up comedy makes me happy. I just, I I think I'm just in a quest. I think we're always in like an eternal quest to try to do whatever makes us feel better or and stuff. And I'm just so frustrated. But like, I just, it just sucks that like the problem, when all my problems just sort of pile up on each other and I need to figure out a way to solve those problems and maybe the stress that I put on myself at work is self-induced I don't know but I don't know if it is because I mean I have been talked to about stuff that I've been denied so it's normal for me to like let that to think that's could possibly happen again and walking around on eggshells at work and and I have had patients yell at me on the phone and say I could die if this isn't if I don't get this procedure done or if I don't get this chemo drug I've had people say that to me I don't want people to say that to me anymore I don't want patients lives to be in my hands Plus, it, the rules change all the time in the healthcare industry with insurance companies and shit. And what they'll approve and what they won't approve. And you have to keep calling them. And I feel like I don't ask the right questions. And it's so fucking frustrating. Did I come out of the closet earlier? Yeah, yeah, I think I did. And I am, so... Don't fucking treat me any differently than you fucking treat me. If this isn't what this goddamn episode was about, that, that is an issue that I don't believe should be an issue, so just shut the fuck up. But I, I just... I'm just so... fed up with work my life and I just need to maybe just work at this job long enough to pay off my debts and then just look for something part time and then do comedy make room more room for I need to dedicate more time to doing comedy yeah that's what I need to do just dedicate more time doing stand-up comedy that's because that's I love to do it I need to do it more and I need to get better at it I'm just tired of tired of work frustrating me
I don't know. I don't know if this episode was helpful to anybody. I'm not sure. Do I want to talk about anything else today? I don't know. Maybe I'll do another episode um, early next week for episode 50. Um, But this was just... uh, Kevin's really upset and needs to put all of his problems out into his podcast. I think I mentioned all of my problems. I don't know if I did. Um, But I just need to... I want to be happy. And I need to figure out how to be happy. I feel like I'd be happier if I didn't have a job that made... This job makes me want to cry. And I wish I didn't have a job that made me want to cry. And... I mean, I want to care about my job, but I just don't want to, like... I don't know. I don't... I want to... I don't know. I need to just find a new job, I think. I need to find a new job that pays more money. What I need to do. Because this job is barely helping me. It's helping. But it's not helping me enough. And I need to find a job that helps me more than this one does. And I need to find a job that I can that makes more money where I wouldn't have to go back to school because there's no way I'm ever going back to school for anything ever again. I don't know. I kind of had other stuff that I wanted to talk about in this podcast tonight, but I don't really feel like talking about anything else right now. And, um, all right, uh, I'm, this has been the end of episode 49 of the McTaggart Attack podcast, a very special edition where Kevin talked about a lot of things and revealed some stuff about himself and talked about his problems and, um, It was very personal, and I hope, if you're listening to this, that you found it somewhat motivational or something. I feel better after talking into this phone for the past half an hour or so, but I'm starting to freeze my ass off here in my car. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and um, call this episode a done and um i'll publish it and see how people react to it (laughs) i feel better all right um thank you for listening uh don't forget to download it and tell your friends and let me know how you uh how what you thought about what i said in this podcast uh this was just me talking about This was just me talking about my life. And um, I uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Can't believe I came out of the closet. 
I never wanted to do that. I didn't, I mean, I, I guess I did it in the best way possible by like doing it nonchalantly, but it's not really that much nonchalantly now because I've been talking, I've mentioned it twice. I should have just said it that one time and then not ever fucking talked about it again. But here I go, I've fucking said it, so it's fucking great. It's out there, but nobody probably's going to listen to this anyway. So nobody's going to know. So that's great. All right. I've already said goodnight a couple of times, so I'm going to say goodbye for now. Don't worry. I'm not depressed or anything. Don't be fucking worried about me. I am I feel a lot better, and I'm going to solve some problems and try to do things that make me happy and not care about what other people think. Still care about what people think, but don't do things... Do things to make me happy. I'm going to start making myself happy a lot more. And no, that does not involve masturbating. You sick, perverted assholes. Alright, that's a good place to finish. Um, bye.